I think of creativity in science as kind of the bedrock of basic science. And if you think of what science means, it's really the discovery process, the research that goes into um, learning about how the world works around us. Welcome back to Doctors Who Create. I'm Darlena and I'll be your host for this episode. I recently heard about The Simple Sunflower, which is a great organization that repurposes flowers from weddings and distributes them to patients in the hospital. And this was started by none other than Dr. Eleanor Love. She is currently a resident training to be a radiologist and she graduated from VCU for medical school and that's where she started this organization combining her passions of flower arranging and patient care. Hi everyone, I'm Darlena and this is Doctors Who Create. I'm very lucky to have Dr. Eleanor Love with me today. Uh, she founded The Simple Sunflower in 2019. And uh, I guess I'll let you tell us the story about how The Simple Sunflower came to be and your story. Thanks Darlena, it's a pleasure to be here. So I um, recently graduated from VCU School of Medicine in Richmond, Virginia. And like you said, Darlena, I started The Simple Sunflower in 2019, about two years ago. At that time, I was a third year medical student and I had just begun my clinical rotations. And thinking back to that moment when I decided to take the first step, I remember feeling like I had lost touch with my identity of who I was before medical school. Because when I came into medical school, I felt like um, I had to study a lot, I had to put my interests on hold. I had to concentrate all of my time on preparing for tests and memorizing flashcards. And it culminated in taking my step one exam. And after that, I felt like, okay, who am I really? And what do I really wanna do with my time? And when I entered the clinical realm as a third year student, I became aware of why I had come into medicine and the connections that I was developing with the patients who I was treating as a medical student on their care team. And at that same time, I was inspired by a story that I had come across about an organization that re-gifts flowers in another city. And I felt like it was a perfect blend of my passions for flowers and floral arranging and my um, interest in patient care. So that was kind of what sparked the beginning of it. And, um, and from there, I took the first step without really knowing exactly where it would go. And I'm so glad that I did because I um, have such an amazing community behind me who's now supporting my work and our work through the Simple Sunflower. And to kind of um, describe what we do, we pick up wedding flowers that normally go to waste after large events in the Richmond area, and we bring them back to the hospital and we turn them into small bouquets that we deliver to individual patients who are receiving care at our hospital. And one of the um, important aspects of our uh, of our, you know, our mission and our delivery to patients is that each bouquet is gifted to an individual patient. It's not put in the public area of the hospital. They're not gifted to uh, 
to units of the hospital in general, but they're actually delivered individually to a patient. And I think that really helps um, promote a connection between the giver and the receiver. Yeah, it's that personal touch. And I was looking through the website and there are studies that show that getting that that flower delivery can actually have an impact on clinical outcomes, right? Exactly. And that's actually something that really drives me in this work is that beyond the um, beyond the pleasure and the joy that the flowers bring and the sense of comfort that they bring, um, I'm so inspired by the research that I've come across that has shown that flowers can, maybe not flowers specifically, but plants and viewing nature and even just having a window that looks out upon some trees in the hospital room can lower patients' blood pressure, reduce the need for painkillers, and it can um, improve their outcomes. And so I hope to and plan to um, study in a research perspective, you know, how um, our flowers are making an impact on patients' health in the hospital. That's amazing work and so inspiring. How did flowers become an interest for you? What's, what's the root of that story? <laughs> no pun intended. Um, it's always been a, an interest of mine since I was young. I think I just like getting outdoors. I enjoy the beauty of flowers. I also, um, I like the work that it takes to grow a garden and to nurture plants. And I find it very rewarding to know that you can put in the time and over time you will have a beautiful product. And um, I have experienced gardening and experienced flowering flowers in a couple different in a couple different ways, um, whether that's gardening outside or working in a flower shop. So um, when I came to medical school and decided to start the Simple Sunflower, it was a natural extension of my passions. And you mentioned working in a flower shop. Do you feel like, are, are there certain uh, skills or like things that you learned from that experience that has enabled you to apply those, uh, that knowledge to building the Simple Sunflower? Absolutely. And that's something that I try to communicate to our volunteers every time we have a volunteer event. Um, we talk about kind of the basic ways to create a beautiful bouquet. And um, we also emphasize that because we're repurposing flowers that have already been um, used for a previous event, we only want to repurpose the most beautiful blossoms. And so I encourage our volunteers when we're creating bouquets on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning, to only use the freshest, um, most you know, beautiful blossoms and don't worry about discarding all the rest because at the end of the day, you wanna use a beautiful fresh blossom that's going to last for another four to five days in the patient's room rather than be wilting right away. Um, but luckily we work with um, amazing florists and wedding venues that have very, very fresh flowers. So that's usually not an issue for us. And a couple other tips I picked up from working in the flower shop include um, you know, cutting the angles, cutting the stems of the flowers at an angle, um, learning how to put specific flowers together to make a beautiful arrangement. And one tip that always goes overlooked but can make such a difference is the use of greenery in a bouquet and how important that is to tie things together and to really fill out the, um, the bouquet. Um, so I always encourage our volunteers when we're picking up flowers not to just pick out the roses and the hydrangeas and the um, other beautiful blossoms, but also to pick out a lot of greenery because that really supports the bouquet and makes it look full at the end of the day. Wow, I would not have known that as a tip. Now, if I'm ever flower arranging, I know what to keep in mind. 
I feel like there's so much artistry involved in that. And it seems like a great volunteer activity too. To it's, It seems like almost therapeutic for the volunteers as well as for the patients to be spending, you know, maybe like a Saturday afternoon putting different bouquets together and having a chance to unleash that creativity and have that creative outlet like you were mentioning. Exactly. You're exactly right. And sometimes I look back on it, I feel like I started this with a very selfish motive in the sense that I wanted something creative to do. And this was something that I would personally find a lot of enjoyment in. And then I realized that there were so many other people who joined us as volunteers who felt the same way as I did. And that's when I realized that we were kind of onto something and um, that I wasn't alone in this feeling. And we've received so much positive feedback from the volunteers who have worked with us, whether they're medical students or people in the community who say that they feel um, they feel relaxed, they feel restored after um, spending a couple hours creating bouquets. And I feel the same way too. I think it's I think it's just a fun thing to do. And I would do it in my free time, you know, if I if I could. And that's that's why I decided to start the Simple Sunflower. Um, and I think that flexing that creative muscle, whether it's creating the bouquets. Um, on a weekend day or even you know designing our organization from the beginning uh, is such an important aspect of um, your your mental health and for me it helps me kind of stay balanced in my work as both a resident doctor and also a leader in the simple sunflower can you take us back behind the scenes a little bit to that nitty-gritty of what does it take to create an organization and and grow it as you have? Yeah, I would say, um, well, there's a lot in that. There's a lot of ways to answer that question. But um, one thing that has been constant throughout um, the whole process has been the amazing support that we've received. So I think that I credit one of my medical school mentors for believing in me. And when I came to her with this idea um, for the first time, and she loved the idea, and she really encouraged me to take the first step. And I don't think I would have taken that first step if she didn't validate my idea and kind of say, hey, I think this is a great idea. I think you should go for it because I didn't have any experience and I was a medical student. You know, when you're a medical student, you feel like you're just a medical student and that you don't really have any credit to your name. So, um, so that was really essential to get us started. And then beyond that, um, I broke it down into very small steps. I identified, you know, what what's the next, what's our next goal? Do we need to reach out to wedding florists in the area? Do we need to reach out to wedding venues in the area? Do we need to recruit volunteers? So those were kind of the basic steps in the very beginning. And even with that, I would break it down further and I would say, okay, I'm going to compile a list of of um, venues in the area, or I'm going to reach out to these certain groups of people who might become our volunteers and take it from there. So I think that what has worked for me really well is um, breaking it down into small manageable pieces. And then every time I would work toward building our organization, I would try to achieve one of those goals. That's great advice. What are your next steps then for the organization? Where do you see the Simple Sunflower going in the future? Right now, we're just based in Richmond, um, based at the VCU Hospital. Um, we pick up flowers from a couple local wedding venues and we bring them to patients um, at the VCU Hospital. But I'd love to see us um, not only explore the research around flowers and how they benefit patients in the hospital, but also potentially expand. And we can expand in a bunch of different ways. We're brainstorming how we can do that right now. 
but that would be that would include expanding to other local hospitals in the Richmond area um, and or expanding to other medical schools slash university hospitals in other cities. And I'm really excited because um, a lot of people have reached out to us recently over the past couple of weeks who have heard about our story, who have heard about our organization, who want to start chapters in, um, in their cities. So we're planning and kind of brainstorming, brainstorming about how we can do that. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes. But those are kind of our next, our next couple of steps. That's so exciting. So if our listeners are, are hearing about this in our podcast episode and they want to get involved, if they want to open up a chapter or donate their wedding flowers or, or their time to volunteer, what, what, where should they go? Yeah, um, so they can visit our website online um, and it's just our name, thesimplesunflower.com and submit an inquiry there. Um, and we can you know, talk about um, where we are as an organization in terms of expanding and where they are in terms of their ability or their desire to um, get involved. And so, um, yes, we always welcome that kind of communication. We are going to turn our organization into an official nonprofit. So that's kind of our next immediate step. And then beyond that, work on expanding. We're running a GoFundMe and we have a donation page set up on our website. So anyone who wants to make a difference but may not be in a position to get involved in Richmond is welcome to contribute through our website. And you mentioned you were inspired by a similar project that was going on. So I feel like there could be people out there who hear this story and are inspired by the Simple Sunflower to create their own organization in their local communities, right? Right, exactly. And um, the idea of regifting flowers is not a new idea, and it's not one that I take credit for. Um, I just uh, took the inspiration and brought it to my local community and um, tried to engage as many people in my community as possible to make our vision a reality. And I'm really glad that it's been received with such enthusiasm. And I think what you were going back to what you're saying about this feeling of being like just a medical student, I kind of remember as a clerkship student feeling like I was limited in the ways that I can contribute. But at the same time, I think as a clinical student, there's such that fresh perspective where you can bring in these ideas that other people might not think about, where it's like bringing fresh flowers and, and creating this organization. I think that's that seems like the perfect opportunity for a med student to be involved and, and make a difference, like you were saying. Yes, I completely agree. And I think that that sense of newness and um, freshness is a perfect opportunity to um, promote creativity. And so bringing on a new perspective, whether it's a new medical student or a new learner in some capacity to the medical team, um, brings in that new fresh creativity. And I always think that, um, I think of creativity in science as kind of the bedrock of basic science. And if you think of what science means, it's really the discovery process, the research that goes into um, learning about how the world works around us. And if it weren't for creative researchers who had a new novel idea that they wanted to try out or find the answer to, then we wouldn't be where we are in modern medicine. And so I think by fostering creativity, whether it is through the traditional arts or whether it's through something different like creating an organization or regifting flowers or making bouquets, 
um, it really promotes that way of thinking that's so essential to science and medicine. I love that so much. I, now, as, as a resident, how has that perspective shifted for you? So as a resident, I am less involved in the, um, I'm less involved in our volu weekly volunteer events because I'm not in the Richmond area anymore, but I'm still very involved in our work behind the scenes as we expand. So the creative, the creative aspect of my work with the Simple Sunflower has changed from um, creating bouquets during our volunteer events to how can we reach a broader audience or how can we engage a different community or how can we continue to engage the community that has already expressed interest in working with us. And I think that requires a lot of outside of the box thinking, a lot of pushing the comfort zone. And it's definitely not something that you get any type of training for in medical school, even though this is related to medicine. So that's kind of where I'm going now. And um, at every stage of this journey, I have been pushing my creative limits and I've been pushing my comfort zone. And so I'm just continuing to do that um, as, we, as we grow at this point. That's great. And how does it intersect with your chosen field of radiology? Do you feel like there's a connection? I do. I do feel like there's a connection, actually. So um, one thing that I like to think about is how um, the way that our organization works is our Simple Sunflower volunteers pick up flowers and create the bouquets on a weekend day. And then we partner with VCU Health Volunteer Services, who are trained hospital volunteers who deliver the bouquets to patients on Monday morning. So our volunteers and myself included rarely hand the patients, hand the flowers to our patients. We work with trained volunteers who help us with that process, which is a very symbiotic relationship. They love to do it and we love to have them on board helping us in that capacity. And so I liken that aspect to radiology because you're working behind the scenes, but you're having an impact on the patients. So I'm through the simple sunflower, I'm creating bouquets and I know that the next day 40 people are going to receive our bouquets and it's going to make a big difference in their day that day. And as a future radiologist, I'll be reading hundreds of scans. And although I may not meet the patient face to face, I'll know that I've made an impact on their care. And so I find that very rewarding. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm just keeping an eye on the clock and I know we're almost out of time, but I really appreciate you making the time to join our podcast as a really busy resident who's juggling work in turn year on top of running this organization. And I'm, it's been a, a true pleasure to get to talk to you about this. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Darlena. It's, it's so much fun to be able to speak with you and talk about the role of creativity in medicine. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, leave a review. We would love to hear from you. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at doctorswhocreate at gmail.com. Or tweet us at doctorscreate. Or check out our website, doctorswhocreate.com, to listen to our podcast episodes and also to check out other articles and profiles of physicians who are creative. Intro music brought to you by the band Night Float.